Boys, this is a more serious question to start the show. Uh oh. Don't usually okay. do this. Yes. Mood Here setting. we go. All right. All right. I don't want to offend anyone to start the show off. But here we go. What's the weirdest thing you've seen in someone else's house? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you, 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 you know how many houses I've been in? This requires a lot of thought. I know. I was, <laughs> this should have been an afternoon text message. It should have been. Uh, it would have, but I would have taken up my entire day. So I'm kind of glad you did. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't even know where to begin thinking about this. Like, do what era of my life do I start in? Do I start with <laughs> friends? Do I start with family? Do I start with acquaintances? Yeah. Oof. Well, the weirdest thing for me, guys. Yeah, please give us get us started. Is I saw this was happened in July. I was at someone's house that like I'm not friends with. It was a random colleague, and I was at this person's house. They had a Christmas tree up in July. And no, it's not the weirdest, okay. shockingest thing. Yeah. But it was but up in July. And up in July. And I was afraid to say something about it. Cause like I feel like if someone has a Christmas trip in July, it could mean a lot of things. It could mean just you're obsessed with Christmas. It could mean that you're an adult who believes in Santa Claus. It could also mean that, like, I don't know, it was in, like, I don't know, memoriam of someone. You're like, I just can't put it down. I don't know. Someone died. So I was afraid. All these things are going through my head. Why do they have a Christmas tree in their house? And I asked Wait. the person I was with, and they were like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. We just let it go. Like lights on and everything. Oh, yeah. Christmas tree up in July with lights on. It's funny you say that because there's there's a, on the way out of our neighborhood when we go to the grocery store, we drive past this house that has like it's like designed for an extravagant Christmas tree because it's got like the one end of the house has like a really high ceiling with windows all the way up. And this family puts the most amazing Christmas tree in their house every year. And we drove back from the grocery store today and I noticed like, huh, they still have their Christmas tree up. And it's January 15th. <laughs> so, Didi, I'm with you. If I walk into somebody's house, like, are they, do they get really into celebrating Christmas in July? Do they really love watching Hallmark Channel this time of year? Like, what is going on? Why do you have a Christmas tree up? That is very strange. That is very yeah. strange. But it's, and I think it's also funny that you're afraid to ask because I would totally be afraid to ask too. Yeah. Like too many yeah. things. My brain doesn't right. work like that where like I can't think about the most horrible reason why you can't answer this, why you can't ask this question. Right. So I've got I've got one. Um, I will admit I haven't actually been inside of this home, but so it's actually my next door neighbor. Um, and he certainly isn't listening. So I feel completely comfortable talking about this. <laughs> um at one point it, you know, he clearly had downsized from a house and he's in this townhouse now and he was moving some stuff, which looked like it was maybe moving some stuff out of the house into a storage unit because he just had a U-Haul van and he was just loading some random stuff up. He clearly wasn't moving and peeking out the window a little bit just to see what he was up to. I was like, maybe he, no, then he, okay. So he was just taking some stuff out, probably into storage. He has like this, or I guess had. This collection of Kevin Hart movie posters. <laughs> and I should have started by saying this is like maybe a 62-year-old white man who works in, you know, finance. And he has just – but it's not even like – it's like right along two. And he has like the huge framed <laughs> poster of that. And get oh, it's hard. framed. It's is framed. There? Oh, they're framed. <laughs> Like the big posters. Yeah. And like multiple Kevin Hart posters. And he's just taking them out into his U-Haul van, assumingly put into safe storage somewhere. But like never in a million years. It makes no sense why he has these. And just very, very strange. Very, very strange. That is strange. Amazing. Yeah. And you saying that like... <laughs> 
I'm glad you I'm glad you said his age because me and Didi both know that you live around older folks. So it was immediately yes. funny. Yeah. Immediately. <laughs> right. I was like, what? I just set the stage for everybody else to see what we're working with. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Dan's, Dan's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, guys, I man, I need time to think about this. The only thing that has come to mind so far is not in the person's house, but it's right outside the person's house. Right along that, I was just saying, like, as you go out of our neighborhood, go out of our neighborhood, go left, get to another road, you go right. There's a house that has like it's a it's like it's a it's a lawn decoration of a gigantic boulder with a canoe that crashed into it. And like the boulders going through the bottom of the canoe. And it's like just propped up in the front yard outside the front door. So that's not in the house, but it's 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 a very weird thing. And like for those people, I would rather that be in the house because then thousands of people aren't driving by it every day and seeing it. Like this house is by a rather major road in our township. And it's just, I never met the people. <laughs> so I've never gotten the chance to ask. And if I did meet them, like I said, I'd be too afraid to ask. It's a very weird thing. Yeah, like driving by, judging them immediately. I don't even, I don't know if I've ever even seen anything like that. Yeah, I'll try and get That's a picture really of it sometime please, please. soon. <laughs> yeah. You got to get one. Yes, I need you to get one. I'm ASAP. off tomorrow, so I'll maybe I'll drive by. There you know. go. Please, please, you have to. You have no choice. <laughs> that is your that is your role. Put the kids in the car. Go see the canoe. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? It's Dee out here in Los Angeles. Chris and Dan here in Pittsburgh. It is the Brunch Breakdown Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And since this is the second episode of 2023... We're going to do some leftovers. We have some leftover topics that are we're in 2022. And we're going to get rid of them today here in 2023. And we have a lot to talk about. Celebs we drink Trulies with. Uh, we've got best pizza styles. We've got some hand-me-down topics and just a bunch of other stuff. We're going to talk about a lot of things. Beer, music, all that good stuff. Dan, let everybody know where they can find the Brunch Breakdown. Of course. Welcome to the nation's first and very only cross-country pop culture podcast. This is the Brunch Breakdown. You can find us anywhere you find podcasts, whether that's Apple, Spotify, Google, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon, Audible, our good friends at Good, good Pods, anywhere, anywhere you can find you can find us. Hit follow, hit subscribe. Let those episodes, new episodes every week, come directly to you every Wednesday. They come to you every Wednesday morning. We also have full video episodes that air the same day. Those premiere on our YouTube and our Facebook pages at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Of course, available on demand anytime you want to watch after that. We're everywhere on social media at Brunch Breakdown. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Triller, TikTok. Follow us. We follow you back. Have a great day brunch relationship here and of course we give you new music that we're listening well let me correct that we give you music that we're listening to every week some of it's new <laughs> some of it's not new um we curate that into what we call the sounds of brunch playlist that gets updated exclusively on spotify every friday simply search sounds of brunch dan i, I feel like i feel like you uh, somebody gave you inside information on the music i'm going to be putting on the playlist this week Maybe, maybe I little, may little I, little bird source inside your house may have. Told I me may or may not have a song. Staying back in time, <laughs> I may or may not have a song from the '90s this week. So last week we were 20 years old on your stuff. So I figured, you know what? We're yeah. probably we're probably going going back to the future here with you once again. Just Stra figure. strap in, folks. Let's go. <laughs> While you listen to the playlist on Spotify every week, you never right. know what you're going to get. Yeah. we got something <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> All right. Well, now it's time to get random topics off our chests. It's time to get it off our chest. Chris, go for it, man. All right, guys. I want uh, I want you to back me up here. And I want you to help solve a little bit of a debate that's been going on in my household. And I see. Let's go. I'm relatively confident that you guys are going to agree with the statement I'm about to make. Um, so that's why I'm going to make it. Virtually every man, virtually every man on earth has at least one article of clothing that is a little tattered, you know, a little <laughs> worn. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> not, not something that you would necessarily wear out to dinner, right? But through 
years of hard work, determination, consistency, and wearing that article of clothing, it has become one of the most comfortable pieces of clothing that you own. And that's okay. Because once again, virtually every man on earth has at least one article of this type of clothing. Please back me up here. Am I, am I right about making that? Is that is that accurate? Do you have one of these articles of clothing? I'll I'll Wait. confirm. I'll confirm and say yes. It's it it might be one or two at the most. It's a low number. Um, but yeah, I'll back you up on that. At least Wait, one. Th that's the debate. Yeah, that's my it. my wife uh, hates this one T-shirt that I wear. It's like a it's like a under the hoodie T-shirt, and Katie can't stand the fact that I wear it. She wants me to get rid of it, and I just can't because it's so it's so unbelievably soft, you know? So then, like, you have that, and then you put the layer of warmth with the, I don't have the, the shirt on right now. Otherwise, I would I would unzip and show you guys. But, like, yeah, she she, she she's not a fan of it. And I try to explain to her, like, the, like every guy has this shirt, and, it, and you just got to let you got to let it be. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have one hoodie that never leaves the house. Like I don't go to the grocery store with it on. I don't do anything with the thing. And that's basically it. It's my Notre Dame undefeated season sweatshirt. Well, the, 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 that's because that's because that's embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why not, you don't that has wear nothing that to do with the, how tattered it and is. I, it's just right. embarrassing. But right. the graphic. <laughs> And I love that sweatshirt. I get more comments from that sweatshirt than any other sweatshirt because people just stop me and they're like, wait, when was that? That's like, <laughs> like they were undefeated for the season. Yeah. But the regular, the, the regular, regular part of the, the regular season. season. Just like, was um, your team? No. All right. Go so, pump Chris, back. Your, your homework assignment uh, tomorrow has now changed a bit. Where yeah. We need you to go into the yard with the canoe, with the shirt on, selfie, <laughs> all of it. Oh, yep. <laughs> yep. That's what we need. That's what we need. Um. So, your wife, Katie, she doesn't have any old articles of clothing. Like, oh, this is my JJ Watt high school T-shirt that I like to go to bed in, or anything like that. Like, I kind of <laughs> find that hard to believe that she doesn't have something like that. You know what? I I don't. She probably does. I don't. Pay, I don't really pay attention to like clothes that much. You know. So I don't know. She probably does. Is probably... I can't wait to get that text on Wednesday morning, by the way, from your wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. She probably does. She probably does. But I, you know, it, it's an it's an okay thing to have that one shirt that you've invested a lot of time and effort into. So she wants you to get rid of it. You're saying she's saying you're weird for holding on to this, and you're saying eh, no, this is this is what guys do. Well, yeah, I, I'm I'm not, I'm not backing it up based on like. <laughs> all of the men and on earth <laughs> i'm backing it's it up more common i'm backing it up based on it's really comfortable i only wear it under a hoodie and i only wear it at home so like who really cares yeah right yeah i mean and then also all men <laughs> <laughs> maybe if you didn't work at home so much maybe that's why like ah. you're always home. So like maybe Katie's just like, if this were just your weekend tea ah. that you've had forever, it'd be cool. But like you guys have been home a lot. I think she's just sick of me and she's taking it out on the t-shirt. <laughs> okay. Honestly, that's a good answer too. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, put on a button for crying out loud. <laughs> That's what it's all about. <laughs> Dan, get it off your chest. Um, okay, so the other night, I was out to dinner with my wife. We went out, kind of a kind of a nicer restaurant. Okay, like Pottery um, Barn. <laughs> yeah, the Pottery Barn of restaurants, if you will. <laughs> um, and it was actually in this old. To set up the story real quick, the the house it was an old house that we were in. It's actually an old funeral home, but before that, it was a house. We were told that like you go upstairs, the restrooms are really cool and whatever. So Shan's like, "Well, I got to go to the restroom at some point and check it out." She's like, "It's the size of a bedroom." So we're there, 
I think between courses or before our food gets there. And she goes to check out the restroom. And I sat there and I kind of thought and fought with myself. I'm at a table by myself at this point. I'm not taking out my phone. First of all, it's kind of a nicer place. And I kind of felt like that was a little millennial of me if I were to take out my phone. If I can't be alone, I need to take out my phone. But it had me sitting there thinking, like, what did our parents, grandparents do in those situations when out to dinner? Okay. They literally just had to sit there. Just sit there. No menu. Menus were gone. Can't sit there and fake it. Right. They didn't pull out a book. They didn't, you know, bring a newspaper for like that five, four minutes that you might be alone at the table. Right. That, that didn't happen. So if you don't have food in front of you or a menu, you literally just have to sit there. And I just I would also, also say it was a nice restaurant. So there was no TVs up either. You know, if you do out at a restaurant, bar, whatever, maybe you can be distracted, watch the TV, something like that, seem at least interested in something. But next time you're out to dinner, it just had me think. And it was challenging. And I did it. And it was it just felt very awkward just sitting there. But next time you're out to dinner at a restaurant, no TVs, nothing like that, no food in front of you. If the person with that you're with steps away for a few minutes, just sit there. And think about what our parents and grandparents had to do in the past before we had phones we could just whip out and distract ourselves with in those moments. It just – it kind of blew my mind how weird and awkward it made me feel. And it was like it wasn't that long ago that they were in this situation. And what did they do? I think they just had to sit there. And it just – it was wild to me that we've come that far in that little amount of time. Uh yeah see i think about this in elevators okay yeah like because restaurants especially if i'm out with friends out somewhere like i don't think about the yeah like i pull my phone out whatever but if i'm with but if it's me and siobhan out like i don't really think about my phone like even if she leaves Mm -hmm. the table i don't even my my thoughts aren't on my phone right um or whatever so i never pull my phone out but i think about that in like any other mundane situation waiting in line for something like waiting in line at the grocery store, waiting in line for anything. Like I have my phone out. Like what the hell did you do before? I guess they talk to each other. And that's why like our parents annoy us when they just start randomly talking to somebody. <laughs> and like, you know, and you're just like, yeah. dad, like I understand that he has a West Virginia shirt on, but we're in Los Angeles. Like, I don't know him. You don't know him. You don't know his parents. You don't know anything. Like, but no, it's just, you know, you got to spark the conversation up. You got to find out where the person lives, all that stuff too. So I get why, you know, I, th- that's why they do that. Cause they're like, yeah, I'm standing in line at the grocery store. So what you do you talk mm-hmm. to each other, but yeah, we don't do that. I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> I love that you did that though, Dan, like th- this is going to sound super weird, but one of my goals this year is actually to like be okay more with just being bored. Yeah. Like we used to be bored and then you just had to like (laughs) think of shit or like get creative. And like, I feel like we've lost that because now we just like, no, I'm just entertained, entertained, entertained all, all day, you know, every second. So yeah. Yeah. I like that. I I don't think I've like that setting in a restaurant is an interesting one because it's like you're with one person, that person leaves and then you're also surrounded by people. So there's like the social dynamic of like, oh, like are people watching what? Like, okay, I could just go to my phone. But yes. Yeah, that's an interesting environment. Right. And like the tables were kind of close so I could feel it. And I'm also facing a window. And so the rest of the room where the tables are are behind me. (sighs) So it was even more weird because I couldn't even like people watch. Yeah. Just had the glass of wine and I'm just I didn't want to just like <laughs> keep going to the wine. Shane will come back and be like, what did you do it's gone for three minutes? Finish that glass. I was kind of hoping the waitress would almost come over. Right. Yeah, spark a little conversation. Keep me, keep me, keep me entertained here or something. It was just yeah, it was a fascinating period. And I thought it was it was it was a challenge. And now I'm going to continue to do that in those moments because, yeah, Easy to just pull that out and keep yourself occupied, but try that this year. Yeah. Again, you know, being bored more and uh, we have so much stuff now that it's like you can't even, I don't know, it, you can't be bored. Right. I don't, and I don't think that's good or, or at least not bored, just like not creative or something. It's like there used yeah. to be times when it was like, all right, there's nothing on TV. 
So like that's it. Yeah. But now it's like there's not there, there's literally never a time where there's nothing on TV. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, I don't it's think just, that's healthy for people. Like I don't I don't think I don't th- like think about the human experience. <laughs> like this is this is the last five to ten years of humanity have been like this. But like yeah. everything before that <laughs> was not this. I just don't, right. I don't know. I don't think we should like just be able to not deal with our shit all day because yeah. we can just constantly be entertained. I don't think it's a good thing. Yeah. Weird. Man. All right. Well, I'm going to get this off my chest. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh. The college football national championship game happened on Monday night. No. Uh, <laughs> Did it? Um. You should have told TCU. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it happened the way that I don't know if people talk to themselves into believing that TCU was going to put up a better game or what it was, but I didn't think it was going to be that bad. 65 no. to seven. The worst blowout in bowl history. This is why I'm bringing this up. I have to get this off my chest. The worst blowout in bowl history, <laughs> not just the championship game, <laughs> not just a big bowl game, bowl history. There are 800 bowl games every year. And none of them have ended 65 to 7. Like, if this doesn't tell you that we need to pump the brakes on expanding the college football playoff for a little bit, I don't know what will. I really think we need to. I know it's coming in 2024. It's It's happening. But, like, I really think we need to consider something and just say, did the college football playoff make college football more fun for us? And the answer is no. (laughs) It is absolutely not. It did not make it more fun for us. It didn't make it more fun for TCU. Because think about TCU. If their season ends in the Sugar Bowl, just regular bowl, Sugar Bowl, they beat they beat Michigan. They go out. They're like, we're Sugar Bowl champions. They go into next season, probably with a solid ranking, and they're just happy. We beat Michigan in the Sugar Bowl. They're happy. Instead, after that huge win that no one expected them to get, they had to play another game and get embarrassed on national television. They were the game that everyone talked about the next day, like, what time did you go to sleep? because that's how people talked about it every podcast i listened to anybody i talked to you know out and about it was just they were saying to me we were we weren't talking about the game we were just like what time when did you turn it off like my dad (laughs) called me the next day it's like when did you turn it off how long did you watch it that's what it was that was the conversation for the national championship game we're at least supposed to stay till the third no (laughs) everyone was like no no no, i'm out of here first second quarter i'm gone didn't even make it to halftime like Guys, everybody in charge of college football, pump the brakes. We can't have that happen again. We just it can't it, it can't like I don't know what we do, but don't expand this because it, it's bad. And that's all I could think about this week was just how just don't expand this thing, please don't. We don't need any more teams. We don't need them because TCU was good. <laughs> Shit. Good. <laughs> And I watched you. And the thing is, I watched USC all season. The same thing would happen if they got in. And, and so many other teams on the list, I'm like, they would have got into. They, they would have got it too. 65 7. Shit. Yeah. Had to get that off my chest, guys. I follow a Twitter account that, like, I don't remember the the, the handle of it, but it's like its sole existence is to prove that the BCS actually was right, like every time. <laughs> it and, was. and I'm starting to think that it was. It was. I know. It, was. it, it wasn't perfect, but it was the way was like, it should be. Yeah, there was like one year where it got it bad, and then every yeah. other year was spot on. Yeah, somebody got screwed big time one year, and that was like coming out with pitchforks at the end of this thing. But in the history of this playoff, this 14 playoff, I don't have the games in front of me, but in the few years it's been going on, there have been blowouts in either the semifinal games or what you now saw in the actual championship game. Neither is good. There shouldn't be blowouts when you have the top four, right? At all. At all. So it that seems to be happening year after year. And this was, I mean, sure, I'll do credit to Georgia, but the national championship game, 
was, I think they said it was the least watched trophy ceremony in the history of college football. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. BCS was right. There's the one year, all I can think of Auburn, the year they had like 800 people go in like the first round of the NFL draft and they didn't make the national championship, but that was it. That's it. That's it. I yeah. don't know. But yeah, bring Ooh. back something. Bring back the BCS. Do something else. Yeah. Can't do it. <laughs> Can't, I, uh, no, no. All right. Well, it's Brews Day, gentlemen. Uh, I'm going to go first because mine is not beer. I need to give a shout out to my favorite coffee in the entire universe. Okay. You know how you get certain things for Christmas, just like a random gift basket from somebody or something, or like an aunt who lives far away. She just sends you some random shit. Well, that happened for us. Siobhan's aunt lives in New Hampshire. She sent us a bunch of this stuff from New Hampshire. Like, whatever. Syrup, all this other stuff. I don't make pancakes. Pancake mix, whatever. There's this coffee in it. It's called White Mountain Gourmet Coffee. And let me tell you. Okay. This maple coffee is incredible. It is legitimately the best coffee in the world. And it is not mass-produced because you can see the way that it looks it's just not like literally when you scoop it out, I'm not going to do that for you guys, but when you <laughs> scoop it out, it's like powder. It's amazing. I didn't know coffee was supposed to, or could look like this. It's incredible. I don't understand how coffee can be this good. I don't know how coffee can smell this good. And also it's really expensive to buy. So I was very happy when my wife got me this for Christmas and I'm now on my last bag of this and I'm not going to use it for a while. I've been drinking it nonstop for the past like three weeks. I'm not gonna, and I'm not gonna use it. I'm gonna save this for a rainy day. But anyways, so I want to give a shout out to White Mountain Gourmet Coffee. This is the best coffee brew in the universe. First of all, I I just want to say I find it rather ironic that you're gonna save that for a rainy day, and it seems like it hasn't stopped raining in Los Angeles in quite some time. So yeah, that's what I open that bad boy up tomorrow. Um, <laughs> pray for LA um, hashtag pray for LA <laughs> that sounds amazing it wow. is it is Maple. it just is nice Chris real big curveball on Bruce Day but oh, yeah. I think it deserves to be here based on your explanation there so I can't blame you I can't blame you promise you it's wow. oh, it's so good you brew it well, <laughs> well Chris what are you sipping on man uh, this is a repeat. Let me be honest with you guys. I um so last week, Brews Day had a, a a real beer, a good beer, son of juice, right? Um, and well, let's peel back the curtain here for the listener. Uh, the minute we stop recording, peel back the orange. I go to bed. Okay, and the minute <laughs> I've been talking recently about how like alcohol, I notice more and more how it messes with my sleep. And had a terrible night's sleep. So this weekend, I was like, you know what? I'm going to have a beer on like Saturday or like during the day Sunday while the football games are on. And I'll review it on the podcast Sunday night when we record. Um, That didn't happen. So (laughs) I'm bringing back the non-alcoholic Untitled Art uh, Juicy IPA um, because my brother-in-law, Dan... Uh, he got me a smorgasbord of different beers, which I'm very thankful for. And uh, this was in there and timed it perfectly. So hopefully I can sleep tonight, but also enjoy a good brew. And I'm interested in, uh, cause I think Dan, uh, Didi, you may have mentioned this too. Last time I had this, you, you said that like the non-alcoholic craft brews are becoming a bigger deal. So Dan, if there are any around here that you would recommend, let me know, uh, because this one's really good. And sometimes you just want that beer taste without, without the terrible sleep and <laughs> You know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and they are. They are certainly becoming much more popular, and uh, we're kind of on the case. We're kind of on the case for you for that. We're on the on the lookout. There's a couple of spots that have some and haven't tried them them quite yet, but very interested in the non-alcoholic game. It's yeah, it's certainly growing. It's certainly growing in Untitled Arts. I mean, can't go wrong. Yeah, can't go wrong. They're there. everywhere. Like there are whole sections dedicated. It used to be like yeah. a small section. Now it's like whole aisles of stores now. And I haven't really gone looking for it purposefully. So maybe I just need to like pay closer attention when, like when I actually go to look and buy beer, but yeah. Yeah, The thing is, I know, cause 
alcohol is a little different where in pencil it's actually alcohol is really stupidly sold in pennsylvania correct so the way that it's set up is a little different but like i know for us total wine and more bevmo the huge like big box like alcohol you know basically walmarts of alcohol uh here are it's the non-alcoholic sections they just grow every time you go in there it's 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 nuts man it's like there are so many different kinds of freaking rosés now <laughs> that are non like all of the wine sections all of that shit it's just non-alcoholic it's i mean it's crazy but yeah yeah it's infuriating when you see those cr- commercials for uh drizzly and how genius it sounds order alcohol in there within 60 minutes not in the state of pennsylvania but they still <laughs> advertise here so yeah that's yeah, infuriating <laughs> i hope everybody enjoys it on our behalf um so i have one that i clearly meant to drink this in december and i don't know what happened uh, this is from the good folks at Evil Genius, their festive saison, and this is Santa. I know him. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, a line after one of my least favorite holiday movies, but we're gonna see if this is one of my favorite holiday beers. Uh, I actually haven't never had this before, which is a little bit of a rarity for me. Um, but there's a lot going on here. Brewed with uh, rose hips, chamomile, and black currants. So. This one's going to be, we're going to do this live play-by-play here. Let's go. He takes a sip. His pinky finger is up. Ooh. He's licking his lips. How do you do? <laughs> rose hips? Yes. Rose hips. Rose hips can't lie. How, how are the um, hips, Dan? Man, I don't want to stop drinking this. A little chamomile. Chamomile puts you, put you to sleep at night. Which is perfect. Because we're getting, yeah. <laughs> It'll balance out the alcohol. This is delightful. This I needed this, yeah, four, three, four weeks ago. Um, but on a cold winter's night like it is now, it's kind of a little bit of a warming sensation. It's not overly, it's not overly sweet. Just like a a, a slight spice to it, um, which you get, you know, in with your saisons, or you know, they're darker. The black currants, you get that little bit of almost candy sweetness to it. This is nice. This is really nice. It's very smooth. Um, which not all saisons are smooth, ladies and gentlemen. They're certainly not. Uh, I'm trying to find an ABV on here for seven two. Okay, so not bad, not bad. But Santa, I know him. A festive saison from good people at Evil Genius. Thanks, nice. Santa. Bringing Christmas back. Let's go. Oh yeah, it's like pumpkin season. Never. Mind. Still, do you still have your Christmas tree up, Dan? Uh no. Okay. Unfortunately, it is down. Yeah. <laughs> When is too late to put your Christmas tree down? Start looking at people weird. I think we've hit that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We know we have. Same. I think yeah. it just depends the on how the calendar lays out. Like whenever New Year's happens, like the next weekend is when is like the last opportunity to take it down in my book. Yeah, I think it's gotta go down the morning of the first. Gotta be Ooh, gone. You're gotta be gone. Morning of the first, gotta be gone. If it ends up like on, if you get it, if you get the holiday, like you end up having like, um, you know, the second off or something like that, maybe you can wait till then. But I feel like morning of the first, get the hell up, get the shit down. Drill sergeant. Wow. Freaking watch the Rose Bowl or whatever. Christmas is over, kids. The wrap. Time to go back to school. Everybody get out of my house. Yeah. Yeah. Good God. (laughs) Well, boys, cheers. 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 (laughs) All right. Well, we got some leftovers. Let's get into them right now. Let's throw this one up. Christopher, which three celebs would you want to drink Trulies with? Here we go. In this chart for people who are not watching, Paris Hilton, Ryan Cabrera, The Rock, Scott Stapp, Britney Spears, Miley Cyrus, Dennis Robin, Lindsay Lohan, Pete Davidson, John Daly, Nick Cage, Nicolas Cage, and Gronk. Which three of these amazing folks who would you want to go out and drink Trulies with? Who is Scott Stapp? Really? No yeah, yeah. No the lead singer of uh, Can You Take Me Higher? Oh, Creed? Creed, yeah, Scott Stapp. All right, okay. you know, I don't know why I would know that. So <laughs> thanks for the history. Learn something every day. This is the most random collection of people. Thanks to Barstool and Truly for putting this together. Um, this is so random. 
So yeah, what three of these people would you want to go out and drink Trulies with? I actually think that's kind of a big part of this. Don't you wonder with some of these graphics, like who the group of people were that threw these names together and like who else was in the mix that didn't make the Yes. This is the most random. I mean, in some respects, this is a very random assortment of people. Um, I will say (laughs) I'm tempted to go with Lindsay Lohan, Britney Spears, and Paris Hilton just to talk early 2000s. Like, what <laughs> the hell were you three up to? Can we can we do a brunch breakdown episode and talk about it? Do you think their portrayal of what happened in the early 2000s would be clear and accurate anymore? Lindsay's and Paris's would be. Britney's? No. <laughs> That would be a fascinating table for three. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right, Didi. What are you? Uh, who are you picking from this wild collection of people? Well, side note: I've actually drank with Ryan Cabrera before. That's a fun story. I don't like that. Random. <laughs> <laughs> couple friends you literally like really- if you would have said i drank with one of these people on this list <laughs> I, I would drank. say anybody but ryan cabrera please i drank with ryan cabrera before <laughs> so fun but yeah it's not even really a great story it's just like one of my friends was friends with him Surprise. And he was just there and it was like oh so all night i just had to act like that wasn't ryan cabrera that i knew who he was because the problem with me is I, it's not like i'm all fanning out over ryan cabrera it's like i just want to ask him a bunch of questions yeah, about like the two did... thousands that are not things that you ask if they're you're not your friend. <laughs> yeah, so like, you know, and like, how did you get WWE superstar Alexa Bliss to marry you? That's everybody wants to know that. So I don't know anything about him today, but he feels like truly. No, you're not alone in that, Chris. <laughs> okay, that's, that's the one good. fact. What Dan just said just now is the one Ryan Cabrera fact from tw- of 2023 <laughs> that anyone knows. That's no, that's it. good because he feels like the total outcast amongst these four, eight, 12 people. Like all of these 12 <laughs> people are supremely famous at like what they do or did. And then Ryan Cabrera is like a guy who played music and he's the one that dated Ashley Simpson, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like that's what his Wikipedia page probably says. (laughs) Yeah. Like he didn't even get like the, the comeback. Like, cause remember like Jesse McCartney was like making the same music. There were like, you know, a group of those dudes all making the same music, Ryan Cabrera, Jesse McCartney, whatever. And then Jesse McCartney in like 2010 put out like, dope records in like 2010 2011 put out actually yeah. good music ryan Cabrera didn't even do that he just <laughs> like he just, he just lived there in that time period um yeah. but anyways uh the rock Lindsay lohan and paris hilton oh that's who i wow. would drink truly's with and it was gonna be miley cyrus but then i saw paris hilton's commercial for the olympics for 2024 because i don't know why you need commercials for the 2024 summer olympics nbc <laughs> in the beginning of 2022 got but my letters you don't know what the commercials for it's paris hilton talking and she just goes paris and then paris 2024 comes up and you're like somebody's <laughs> oh a God. goddamn genius over there at nbc shouts to you that is what you do with your 30 seconds during the nfl playoffs god damn it that's it <laughs> paris paris hilton let's go i'm ready for the olympics now i'm ready wow <laughs> i could see how that could sway your vote that's it's full i can't wait to see that i was not ready for it dude. It i genius. wasn't ready but it was goddamn great because you honestly think it's like a commercial for peacock or a commercial for just like i don't know some reality show that's coming up anything literally anything not the Summer Olympics that I didn't even know where they were until I saw that commercial. But now I'll never forget it. Were the Olympics? Oh, Paris Hilton. Paris. Done. Incredible. Year and a half out. They got you already hooked. <laughs> yep. Ready um, to go. For me, uh, I got to go The Rock. I got to go The Rock. Um, John Daly. <laughs> I'm going John Daly because the man has probably some of the most fascinating stories that there is to tell. <laughs> And I just feel like he would pound those things, those truly's, just pound them. 
and that would be entertaining alone. And then I got to go Miley Cyrus. Um, the fact that we're keeping it to Trulies makes me feel like we could keep it somewhat under control enough. Um, otherwise, it could get a little bit out of hand. But And those three make no sense being sat together at any sort of table. So that's why I think The Rock, John Daly, Miley Cyrus, it just, it just, it just feels right. It just feels right. And it would be wild, a wild time. I know John Daly is technically an athlete, but I feel like him and The Rock are like polar opposite humans. Yes, yes. which is why it'd be fascinating. Yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> There's something to golfers, right? Like golfers before Tiger Woods weren't athletes. Golfers right. after Tiger Woods are athletes. Like yeah. there's just, it, there's a difference. Like the way golfers look now, they look like Tiger. Like yep. an athlete. John Daly, he's a part of the group before that. Like no, <laughs> Phil Mickelson doesn't look like an athlete, guys. Sorry. Like I, he does something that I'll never be able to do with a golf ball. None of us ever will be. But calling that man an outfit, an athlete is crazy. It checks only his calves. If you've ever seen his calves? That's about. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Google it right now. It's kind of disgusting. No. But but no. otherwise, uh, everything else makes no sense. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. One of the goats, John Daly. Like you know, Pete Davidson doesn't get picked by any of us here. The only reason why is because I'm not single. I'm not trying to hang out with Pete Davidson. Too no. many. Yeah. Just too many women around. Too many. Like because that's the thing. It's not like and not just regular. I'm like regular women cool but like pete davidson i can't be around all that all the time no. i just can't i can't i can't no no that's can't why i'm choosing Lindsay, Brittany, and paris 20 <laughs> years later you know what i mean right i'll have yeah, trulies like, with pete davidson in 2043 right <laughs> yeah it's like i can't like it's just too much going on with pete davidson i can't i can't be around all that like, yeah no a wife and kids, man. I can't that. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's do best pizza style. Let's do that. Let's get it. Throw this chart up. Best pizza styles. New York, Detroit, Chicago, uh, St. Louis. Um, I don't know if you guys know this about me, guys, but uh, I love Detroit pizza. And I am picking Detroit pizza really over and Detroit pizza does not get talked about. It's one of those more like I I feel like maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like Detroit pizza is something. It's like if you know, I didn't even know Detroit had their own pizza. I just happened to know a group of friends who were all from Detroit and they talk about Detroit pizza and I never had it. But I was like, oh, my God, this is incredible. I love this. And it's not messy or knife and fork or too big. It's just, it's square pizza and it's great. So I do like all these styles. They're all great. I don't think I could have told you that St. Louis style was called St. Louis style. The thin <laughs> crust, like they call it like a cracker like crust, right? There's no yeast in it. It's a little crunchier. Could have never told you that. The other three, easy peasy. Um, and I like New York and St. Louis style because like you can crush them. I love being able to crush a lot of pizza, especially after a long night out. You just want to crush some pizza. The other two were heavier, but Didi, I am with you. If you have a good, authentic style Detroit pizza, and I don't mean like the garbage that Pizza Hut's promoting right now. Like, no, no, no. Authentic Detroit style pizza, that's the one. That's the one, man. It has just the right a little bit of crunch on that outside crust, and it's soft, softer on the inside. And they can load up those toppings. And the key is somehow with the Detroit-style pizza, they figure it out. Those toppings don't just come flying off the pizza when you're biting into it. They stay locked into that bad boy. And I'll tell you what. Yeah, if you can find a, a good place that does it right, authentic, give me De- give me Detroit-style. It's That's the one for me. Well, uh, guys, I didn't. No, nor have I had Detroit or St. Louis style pizzas. I mean, I've I've had a thin crust pizza. I've never thought to myself, oh, <laughs> I love this St. Louis pizza. <laughs> so the, the choice for me came down to the kind yeah. that I've had, which is New York or Chicago. And New York is just boring to me. So <laughs> give me Chicago. I can't now, you know, it's like 
what you know what's the set setting or the situation where we're having it if i'm in, in dan's situation like he said where it's like you want to crush pizza after night out no i'm not gonna go uh balls deep on a chicago pizza because that's gonna get messy <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I, i'm assuming that we're talking about like you you just have a nice opportunity to have some pizza <laughs> and so i'm gonna go chicago because i've never had bad chicago style pizza just haven't Dude, I, I'm with you. I like Chicago style pizza. It's just not convenient. Mm. That's my problem yeah. with it. It's it like that's what you just true. said. It's just not. It, it's just you have to sit down, and you have to focus, and you have to eat it. Like it's just, and I, I don't know. It's almost like you're not even eating pizza, but it's good though. It's oh, yeah. great. Yeah, it's um, kind of not like you're having pizza. It's more like yeah. you're having like. At like a like a pie, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're having a pie. Yeah, that's my that's my whole problem. Didi, you're pizza, pie like, guy. You're pie am, guy. It's like tomato pie. But when you're telling <laughs> me about, <laughs> don't say that. Tomato man. pie. That Ew. ain't right. That Ew. ain't right, man. Uh, oh, oh, that just ain't right, dude. Get out of here. Oh, oh. All right. <laughs> Dee's <laughs> done with pie. this topic. God damn it! <laughs> tomato pie, oh. <laughs> mozzarella, oh, mozzarella, oh, a pizza pie, a pizza pie, tomato pizza pie. Okay, rigatoni. <laughs> um, God, ew, tomato. Oh, welcome pie. to St. Louis. Oh. All right, here we go. All right, this will be the last one that we do because we're running up against time. Um, how long could you go without leaving your house? This comes from Antonio Brown being stuck in his house. Police <laughs> were looking for him, and this is from 2022. Antonio Brown, by the way, has an episode of Cribs, so oh, that just came out like a couple weeks ago. That it was on the Ooh. front page of MTV.com. Um, so yeah, shouts to Antonio Brown because we are talking about his crib right now. If you want to go check it out and see if you could live there and how long you could, but how long could you go without leaving your house? Anyone can come over, but you can't leave. How long do either of you guys think you can do that? Yeah, this is interesting because uh, yeah, the scenario is you work from home. Mm-hmm. You can have people over coming and going as you and they please, right? Basically, but how long could you go without without leaving? Chris, I want to actually hear from you first because well, you work from home. Well, you, you work, work more than all of us. <laughs> Basically, I'm like of the three of us, you are in this scenario the most. Well, not in this scenario because you don't have people coming and going necessarily. You're not having parties every day, but you you stay at home the most because you work from home five days a week. So I'm curious as to your comfort level in a scenario like this, where how long could how long could you go before you're like I I gotta get out of here? Yeah, well, I've built a fortress of solitude over here, boys. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, so yeah, in this thing, it's like a week, a month, a year, or longer definitely a week. I mean, I've done that. I think I just did that this week, probably aside from going to the grocery store. Um, I think a month would be stretching it. I think I could probably, like if I had to, I could probably push it to a month, but like those weeks when, you know, and and this is the time of year, like this resonates because it's so damn cold outside. You can't take the kids out to like go to a park or something like that because it's just like 20 degrees. Like kids are going to freeze. There's only so much you can do. So we do a lot of stuff inside and we deal with a lot of cabin fever (laughs) this time of year. So, I mean, of those choices, I think I could probably, I, if, if I had to, I could make it to a month. I don't think I'd enjoy it. I think when, if I get to like two weeks, at the end, by the end of the second week, I'm like, all right, I gotta go. I gotta interact with somebody. I gotta go somewhere. I gotta do something. Um, so two weeks is probably like my preference. I could push it to a month, but I don't think I could go longer than that. Yeah, it's like it's different than the mentality of like during the height of the pandemic, right, where we like literally had to stay at home, but you had like your inner bubble, like that was it. This is like basically Sinbad house party like coming and going like just a good time that you can have a good time you work people come people go but chris i'm with you on that timeline man i think i think two weeks would be it for me even with people being able to come and you know hang out and stuff on the weekends that's about as far as i could go without leaving 
and doing something. Um, a month would be killer. I think even with seeing friends, seeing fr- family come over, that would be, that's a lot for me. That's a big ask. So I think I'd max out of two weeks and I'd have to say, all right, it's time to go. A week. <laughs> I don't, I couldn't do it longer than a week. I would start losing. I would start losing my mind, like fully start losing my whole mind after a week. And then just like the amount of food that we buy, we don't, we don't stockpile food. So like it would, yeah, it would be a week before I started losing my mind. Would it change either of your answers if you were in a house like Antonio Brown has? I don't want to say his house because that makes, you might think that he's going to be there. He would not. But a mansion, (laughs) if you will. He's there a day. Yeah, Yeah, I'm gone. (laughs) (laughs) He's there eight minutes. Um, But a house like that, mansion, pool, that type of thing. That Maybe changes things. Longer. Okay. Yeah, it does. That yeah. changes things. That definitely does. That changes things. Because some of the stuff that I want to be outside doing, I can do in that house. Yeah. So yeah. that does change things a little bit. But still, I mean, maybe maybe that makes it like two weeks. Maybe that makes it three weeks. But, man, like anyone who says anything over a month, I'm like, I want a wellness check on you. <laughs> you live in a regular house and you say i could live a month like that's a long time yeah yeah like i don't care if you have kids or don't have kids i don't care like a month is a long time yeah like that's crazy yeah yeah no, yeah no way no way no not for me <laughs> all right well boys Let's get into music, man. Uh, what we're listening to, check out the playlist on Spotify. Chris, I can't wait to know what you are listening to since Dan has an idea. I have no idea. Let's go. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just not, none of this is going to be new. So uh, let's and dive that's in. different than any other week. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Easy. Easy. <laughs> it's similar to some weeks, different from other weeks. <laughs> But it is very on brand. Um, <clears throat> yeah, man. I've just been real damn busy. Haven't been listening to a lot of music. So I'm going back into uh, my own pop punk playlist on Spotify. And I think you can follow it if you want to. It's called Chris Gates Pop Punk. So feel free. Um, man Overboard is just my favorite Blink song of all time. And I've been kicking off my workouts with it lately. And it's been going great when I'm doing my heavy compound movements. So Man Overboard by Blink-182. Let's get it. Nice. Any word on when that album's actually coming out? No, I don't know. They just keep no. saying it's mm-hmm. coming. They just yeah. nothing. But I mean, the tour is not that far like, away. So you yeah, kind of think happening. it's you kind of think the album can't be that far, like early spring. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Coachella put out their lineup and I am very excited about it. So I'm throwing some artists on that. I'm really excited to see Remy Wolf. It's on Saturday at oh, Coachella. And I am super excited to hear Monte Carlo live. So Remy Wolf, Monte Carlo, can't wait. I know you did that on purpose, and yeah, I don't appreciate it 100%. at all. <laughs> should, should I should I go? Is this going to get weird? <laughs> it, depending on his next song, it might. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, where am I? I'm lost. Uh, Ava Max. Oh, but a song called "One of uh, uh, One of Us," and it's Are like, Queen. Yeah, it's the last single released before her album "Diamonds and Dance Floors," which is an amazing title, by the way. Uh, comes out not very long, January twenty seventh. It's on its way, and she has been on a she's been on fire, and she's proven long ago and continues to do so that she's not this one hit wonder with "Sweet But Psycho." Like she's here to stay, and she's putting out jams that are appropriate for the dance floor. I cannot wait for this album. Ava Max, one of us. Nice. All right. Chris, you should do a whole article on Ava Max's music and what it does to your workouts. What it does for your workouts. I promise yeah. you, you should. Like I call her the cardio queen. Uh, like a I case study. I pro- a, a one-man case study. I Seriously, you should. I kid you not. All right, I'll look into it. 
I mean, it sounds like that's BPM up, baby. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Get get on that walk. You can't go. The walk pad can't handle Ava Max's music. You'll be like, (laughs) your feet will just. Whoa, whoa. I can't do it. I can't run off the walk pad. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. (laughs) Well, if that's an album that's coming out, here's an album that came out 25 years ago. Um, (laughs) I want to put the song Give from the Suicide Machines on our playlist this week. It's just got a ton of energy. If you're not listening to the Suicide Machines, I promise you they sound a lot scarier than they actually are. They're like a ska band with very high intensity and and catchy everything. So yeah, I promise that's the oldest song I'm putting on the playlist this week. <laughs> Dude, when are we, we have to do the, uh, we have to do the 20 year episode. Yeah, we know. have to. I don't know what topics we're going to have otherwise because it could be like a five hour episode. So we're really going to figure that out. (laughs) Right. But we have to do that. Um, Yeah. So anyways, um, Willow is going to be at Coachella also on Friday. Okay. I got to go. I got to go, guys. This is bad. Looking at Dan's face, I feel uncomfortable now. throwing so i'm gonna throw some willow on the playlist i could throw a million songs on the playlist so i don't know which one i guess i could put split here i could put the the transparent soul i could put a bunch of things we'll see what happens i'll probably put a couple on the playlist but willow uh coachella on friday can't wait if your third song is by benny we're gonna have a serious (laughs) friendship problem um (laughs) um hemlock springs not sure if that name is familiar to either of you or anybody listening, but she's from North Carolina, singer songwriter. Uh, she goes by the name Hemlock Springs, and apparently this song is big on TikTok, but I don't care and don't know that because I'm not there. Um, <laughs> uh, the song is called Girlfriend, and it's super, super catchy, a little funky, and I'm, she doesn't have a lot of music out there. She's just kind of getting started, and I heard this song la- last week, and I was... I was intrigued right away by the sound, um, but it's it's really really fascinating. I really like the sound of the of of her style. So Hemlock Springs, the song is called "Girlfriend." All right, um, let's take it forward two years, guys, oh. to the year two thousand. <laughs> uh, Want you bad from the Offspring, their album oh. "Conspiracy of wow. One." There was a very random time back then. Uh, when the offspring was like, I don't know, they were like an underground punk band. And then all of a sudden they were on MTV for a very short period of time. This was that period of time. Uh, that's my last song. And I will do my best to have something from the last five years on next week's show. But then again, maybe I won't. Don't do it. I just want you to have (laughs) songs from 20 years ago, every week, at least one. That is oh, your. This is going to be from, depressing. A song from 2003. That's every easy. week. That is your to do list. Didn't it's we the easiest do the homework assignment I've ever gotten? No, 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 no. I don't agree with this. We did this now bracket for like eight episodes, and like we did that already. <laughs> it's got to be specifically from 2003, though. Has to be That's... 2003. If Chris had to pick years, it would have been between 2003 and 2004. So you just gave him exactly everything he wanted. So yeah, just let me break out my uh, my old clicky iPod and I'll find something. Don't worry. <laughs> Shuffle. <laughs> All right. And my last pick this week, uh, I Willow is on Sunday. Remy Wolf is on Saturday and Benny is on Friday. I and I, I cannot wait to hear Super Lonely live. Big shouts to Benny. Big shouts to Coachella. Can't wait. That's the playlist for me. That's my picks this week. I hope you have a terrible time. (laughs) (sighs) Anyways, um, last song for me. (laughs) Last song for me. uh, Paramore released their third song since announcing their comeback. Right. And it's uh, it's a French title uh, to pronounce. uh, And I don't know what they're doing. But this song sucks ass. Ooh. You never like the listen to this because of how bad it is. I know. And I'm not usually one to do that, to put a bad song on the playlist, but I'm doing it because this, I'm so afraid of what to expect for this new album next month. I dig This Is Why 
but they wrote that song before they parted ways. So the the other song they released, I wasn't a big fan of. Didi, I remember you liked it. You put it on the playlist. This one's just bad, man. It's it's bad, and I hope it's just the bottom of the barrel for them. And the rest of the album is strong. But now all of a sudden, I'm nervous for this Paramore album when I should be super super excited. So if anybody feels otherwise, don't tweet me because you're wrong. But Sakem saw Paramore. Check it out. Uh, you know. I don't like that song either, so I'm with you. I Good. listened to it. I don't like it. I was not a fan. It's always a bummer whenever, because it's always a bummer when a, a band that you love, and they have all these hits or whatever, and they're going to play them on tour, but then their new album is just filled with like, oh, I guess we should go to the bathroom, or we should go get a beer songs. I so, know. I'm already like planning this out. I got tickets for going. I'm like, well, when Say Come Saw comes on, that's the refill. Yeah, that's not good. Rough. Yeah. Rough. <laughs> Well, that is what we are listening to. Make sure you check out the playlist on Spotify, updated every time me and Chris get the songs to Dan. True. Yeah, usually <laughs> on Fridays. Dan sends us a very mean text telling us, give me goddamn songs, you asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's four Accurate. clips in the drive, goddammit. Yeah. All right. So, well, final thoughts, boys, on the brunch breakdown. Um, Shout out to Usher. Oh, yeah. Usher, big fan of the Brunch Breakdown, joining the illustrious group of Jordan Sparks and the whole Express Company. Yeah, big fans, big fans. That was, oh. <laughs> I forgot about that one. I love it. I love uh, it. The fan club is stacking up. Um, oh, yeah. My final thought is we should have combined these topics into one. Like if you, how long could you stay in one house with the three celebrities you picked drinking Trulies? And if you could only have one style of pizza with them, what would it be? That should have been the cherry on top of all this mountain. I'm sorry I came to me so late, but. <laughs> Hold that thought. Tune in next week to the Brunch Breakdown to find out. 